first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Benjamin Price, and today is an all-guest show. We'll be talking with the stars of My Spy, the director of Adventure Boys, and the director of the new Pixar film Onward. And to start the show, we'll be talking with the CEO of Condé Nast Entertainment, Geneva Wasserman. So let's take a listen to Natalia's interview. Hello, I'm Natalia Jackson, reporting from Kids First, and today I have the pleasure and honor to sit down with leader Geneva Wasserman, Senior Vice President of Motion Pictures at Condé Nast Entertainment. Thank you so much. Thank you for meeting with me today. It's so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you. Well, as a leader in media entertainment, you oversee the development of a company's slate of feature film properties, correct? Well, how do you, like, um... Can you explain to me, like, how your job goes on a day-to-day basis or, like, a weekly basis in a form that an 11-year-old would understand? (laughs) Certainly. Uh, So I work at Condé Nast. We have many iconic publications such as Vogue, Teen Vogue, which you may know, uh, Wired, The New Yorker. Vanity Fair, um, the list goes on and on. Bon appetit. Um, And so my role is to identify stories. Um, We are storytellers at heart and um, find those stories that will translate into feature films. And then, uh, so I spend a lot of my time reading um, and working with our editors in New York who know our audiences better than anybody. And make decisions about which stories will resonate with those audiences and then work with Hollywood to bring those stories to a screenwriter who then develops and adapts that story into a screenplay. And then from there, we go through the process of finding the right director and actors and um, work with studios to uh, distribute and you know produce the movie. So it's a long process, but it's it's a lot of fun and... Um, very fulfilling. Well, based off everything you've told me, your job is definitely a priority, working with those in New York, trying to find the perfect director, actors, Hollywood screenwriters, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fun parts about your job. What's the fun, like the best key moment of your day? Um, I would say there are many amazing bright spots in my days. Um, ultimately, seeing that film um, that you know will have taken months, sometimes years, to see come to the screen is is really fun and exciting. Um, also, meeting with and talking to journalists and screenwriters is really uh, fun for me. And um, you know, we have a great team here, so the teamwork that I have within the office is really uh, a lot of fun. Related to what you just said about you seeing the film come to life that you put your heart into, you have produced many films such as No Malone and Soul Searching, which came out on Netflix. Um, what can, how can you describe your moments on set? What was your most memorable moments or the films you were most proud of and why? Sure. Uh, so I'm proud of all the films. Um, you know, No Malone, it, it was a lot of fun. That, that's an animated film, so there was no set per se. Um, but I was in recording uh, sessions with our actors, and we had some amazing talent. Uh, George Lopez, who played a gnome, um, which was really fun. Becky G, who uh, played our lead, uh, Josh Peck. And so being on the other side of the booth, watching them bring those, those voices to life was a lot of fun. Um, 
uh, and I, I really do love that movie. It's a fun family uh, picture. Uh, Soul Searching was wonderful. That was shot in uh, in Korea, in Seoul, Korea, uh, which is really fun. And you know that film um, is, I think, really groundbreaking in a lot of ways. We had an entirely Asian cast, but it was a still an American Hollywood movie, and um, it was really, a, I think, a really funny, fun, touching uh, movie. And that one, when the uh, when there's a typhoon, it was it was actually that actually happened. It was unpredictable. Nobody knew that there was going to be a typhoon, and um, so that was that was that's a little unexpected. <laughs> um, and I recently completed a film called Door- Doorman with Ruby Rose. It's an action film where, similar in tone to, to Die Hard, I don't know if you're old enough to see that f- film. It's a classic, uh, classic franchise, and Ruby Rose plays a very tough, um, amazing character in that one, and that was shot in Romania, um, <laughs> which is always exciting and, uh, to go to another country. But um, I love the, the, the female empowerment aspect of that, of that particular movie. Um, but I don't really have a favorite. I, I love um, I love working on films, and and um, I have many favorites. So it would be hours for me to go through that list. You're listening to the Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking with all guests. Today, the CEO of Condé Nast Entertainment, the stars of My Spy director of Adventure Boys, Howard Ford, and the director of the new Pixar film, Onward. Let's continue to listen to Natalia's interview with Geneva Wasserman, the CEO of Condé Nast Entertainment. Well, everything you've just told me, it seems like there is there is a lot of fun parts about your job. I mean, exploring to Korea. I mean, there's a lot of places you've been. That's really cool, and I'm so glad that I'm able to be able to get shared with those memorable moments, and especially when you put your heart into a film or a show that you've worked hard for. Like you said, you're seeing them just use their voices, playing as those, Becky G, Joss Peck. You create a connection with all the people you've worked with, and with nearly 20-year veteran entertainment um, business, like, advice what advice would you give to those who want to be successful in the entertainment business overall or specifically in the department you work in that's a great question um i would say there are many paths to a career in entertainment i took a a sort of a a path of going into law and uh, studying the business aspects first um and and I tend to have more of a business um, approach to to this creative industry, um, but I would say practical experience is probably the best way uh, into this career. You know, becoming a production assistant um, so that you can learn about how a set works. Um, you know, definitely there are, there's actually online there are online programs that uh, and YouTube videos about how to write a screenplay if that's something that interests you. Um, on the producing side, I think it's really just producing, you know, picking up a camera, trying to create um, or working on a set, whether that's as an assistant or as a volunteer or, you know, production assistant. Um, that's probably the best the best way to learn the industry. And, um, you know, I don't know if I should say this to an 11-year-old, but watching movies. <laughs> watching movies is a great way to learn about movie making and, and what, what you like and what you don't like and what you think creatively works or doesn't. It seems like there's a lot of things that go on behind your particular film, but I feel like 
it's just such a growth process through everything you do. As you're explaining, you have to learn literature or reading and all these movies. It really does help. And, you know, with your creative and business knowledge, when you're looking for a new hire at your company, what are some of the qualities you look into? It's also a great question. Um, you know, a lot of things. Uh, I would say we look for people that are collaborative because this is an industry of, you know, of collaboration, working together. Um, definitely people that are not afraid to think differently and think outside of the box. Um, because in a creative industry, that's what what we do is is be creative. So creative thinking, I would say, um, you know, in this industry, it's also really important to have um, an under a, a basic understanding, um, depending on the role, but of of what that role is, right? So if it's somebody that is in development, understanding the process um, and the structure behind putting together a film um, from the screenwriting and ad adaptation process. Um, but ultimately, I think um, we look for positive, collaborative, um, you know, hardworking people that you want to spend a lot of time with. Um, and Condé Nast Entertainment is definitely expanded, I mean, with Vogue. I've seen a lot of videos, like 73 Questions with Kim Kardashian, What's in Your Bag. I've seen all those videos, and they're really interesting. You never know what's in the bag, actually. You, you never really know. And lastly, with your work life, how do you balance your personal life? I mean, with your family, there's a lot. Yeah, so I have two teenagers, and, you know, definitely they're a priority. And so it's about efficiency, you know, trying to plan my day so that I can make sure I can drop my daughter off at school. My son's 17, so he doesn't need a ride anymore. Um, and, you know, be home uh, so that I can, you know, work on homework with her. Um, my son doesn't let me do his homework. So, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's creating a balance and, you know, work's really important. And at a company like Condé Nast, where, you know, equally values family. So it's finding that balance and working smart and efficiently. Um, and when you love what you do, you you never consider it work, and that's that's sort of my life. So I I love uh, every minute I spend here, and when I'm at home, I'll often work because I love it so much. Thank you so much for speaking with me, Geneva. I mean, I've learned so much about Condé Nast Entertainment, and thank you so much for speaking with me. It was wonderful. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. 
For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today is an all-guest show, um, and next we'll be talking with the stars of My Spy, Dave Bautista and Chloe Coleman. Let's take a listen to Linda Lee's interview. Hey, everybody. It's me, Linda Lee, reporting for Kids First, and today I've been invited to a special press event to help promote the release of the latest STX film, My Spy, starring Dave Bautista and Chloe Coleman. My Spy is about a CIA operative named JJ who has been demoted and finds himself at the mercy of a precocious nine-year-old girl named Sophie when she discovers JJ's hidden surveillance operation. In exchange for not blowing JJ's cover, Sophie convinces him to spend time with her and teach her to be a spy. What at first seems like an easy task soon turns into a battle of wits as Sophie proves you don't need much experience to outsmart a seasoned agent. We're about to go chat with the stars of the film, so come on, let's go. So I'm here with Chloe Coleman and Dave Bautista, and I'm going to interview you guys. Hello, we're happy to be here. So if you could secretly spy on anyone in real life, who would it be and why? I don't, yeah, I don't have any interesting answer. I'm not like, I'm not the nosiest person or the most curious person. I kind of let everybody kind of do their own thing and not really much of a spy. I'm not an eavesdropper. I don't like to listen to other people's conversation. Well, well when I was on set, half of the time I would be spying on people. Right. Like, you know, entrapment. our direct. Yes, entrapment because we had our swear jar on set. So I would spy on people and the second they swear, I would pop out and be like, oh my gosh, swear jar, you owe me money. So I kind of, to be honest, spied on everybody. And it's, you know, the swear jar is a good money. It raises a lot of money, so I liked using it that way. So. Tell, tell them how you donated. Oh yeah, I donated to the Amazon rainforest because of the fires. And, you know, that kind of stuff is so big to me. So I'm happy that I used the money for a good cause. That's what we wanted to do with it. So, yeah. What skills do you think make a good spy? Well, Mr. C.A. I think to be stealth, to be um, discreet, to be you know, unnoticed, to be sneaky, and to be observant. What do you think? I agree with that because, you know, especially when the person that you're spying on doesn't know you're there, it makes you even a better spy. And, I mean, they're not supposed to. I mean, that's what he's kind of good at doing in this movie. You know, I don't know that he's spying on me until a few... You can hardly see me. <laughs> hardly until uh, right later, later in the movie I do find out that he's spying on me. What was it like working with Dave on this movie? Like, he seems like a real tough guy. <laughs> well, he's not as tough as he seems. Like, he's... 
He's so much sweeter though when you get to know him and when I met him I was a bit nervous because he's this big intimidating guy but once you get to know him you can just really connect with him. I mean he's such an incredible actor like I don't even have to act with Dave I'm just like reacting to him. That's what's so great about him. Were there any challenging things working with a 10-year-old co-star? Um, no, <laughs> because not only was she the most talented person on set, she was also the most professional person <laughs> on set. Um, a little embarrassed to admit that, but I think that she was uh, by far the most professional person there. But she uh, just always had it together. She knew all her lines. She was never, you know, she's always on time. She's always where she needs to be. We're never looking for her. Um, and she's just very professional and, and prepared, and I am the opposite. No. I'm always I'm always late. I'm not like hours late, but I'm generally 10 minutes late. I never know my lines. <laughs> and I'm usually hungry. <laughs> so so I will I will vanish if I'm hungry. I will walk away and get some food and come back when I'm not hangry. See, he's so he's so nice and sweet that it's like impossible to not like him. I don't get it. Incredible. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Network. Today is an all-gas show, and right now we're talking with the stars of My Spy, Dave Bautista and Chloe Coleman. Let's continue listening to Linda Lee's interview. If you could team up for a spy adventure with any other famous TV or movie spy, who would you choose to be your partner? Oh, well, um, any favorite? Oh, well, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, that is a hard one. There's, there's more than a few. So I did a, a James Bond film called Spectre. And uh, my character in there was um, Mr. Hinks. And I always thought it would be great if Mr. Hinks actually turned into a good guy and kind of helped James Bond, you know. But it'll never happen. <laughs> but if, it, if I could make it happen, that'd be pretty cool. What's the message in My Spy that families should take away from this movie? I think uh, the message is, you know, it's about being uh, people being misplaced. And it's about acceptance. And I think it's about a home being where the people you love are. You know, home is, is, is where you make it. Um, but I think that's, for the most part, I think it's about chosen family and, and people being misplaced and trying to just, you know, fit in and get along and live a happy life. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for talking to me. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. I hope you enjoyed my interviews with Dave Bautista and Chloe Coleman. As you know, the team of Kids First reporters are always working hard to bring you the latest reviews and interviews connected to today's biggest movies, TV shows, home video releases, and more. Be sure to hit the subscribe button and give this video a like if you enjoyed it and show your support. Don't miss My Spy when it hits theaters on March 13th, 2020. In Hollywood, California, reporting for Kids First, I'm Linda Lee, and as always, thanks for watching. Bye! Let's take a break. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, 
properties and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today is a show full of guests. We've been talking to Geneva Wasserman, the CEO of Condé Nast Entertainment, and we just got finished listening to an interview with Dave Bautista and Chloe Coleman of MySpy. Next, we'll be transitioning and talking with Howard Ford, director of Adventure Boys, about the film. So, uh, Mr. Ford, how did – I'm curious, what about a family film appealed to you? Well, uh, to be honest, the first thing – because all my other films have been for adults. This is my first family movie. I wanted to inspire my own children. I have two boys, uh, Rory, age nine, and Felix, age seven. I wanted to inspire my own children to kind of get off their devices and get back into you know old school adventure physical stuff exercise so the first point was to inspire them to do exciting stuff what were some of your inspirations when it came to the look and feel of the film well i wanted to use uh, i live in sort of i live in sussex in here in england beautiful countryside around us and uh, i wanted to encapsulate all of that because normally as a director i'm flying overseas away from my hometowns uh, to shoot movies or commercials overseas. So I wanted to, you know, we've got nice castles around here and nice landscapes. So I started to look at it with the director's eye and I wanted to bring all of that in and take people on a journey as well through lovely landscapes. This is kind of your first major role in one of your own movies. I'm curious how you balanced that as well as directing and what are some of the challenges of that? Yeah, there were quite a few challenges. I was worried that I'd be able to do the role at all. To be honest with you, when I first set out to do this, I mean, I knew I wanted to cast my own kids because I, I, I just thought I want to get them in it and I want to surround them with professional actors. I was going to use another actor to play their father, uh, a fantastic actor who I'd worked with on a, on a movie, a horror movie, a very different, uh, <laughs> but a great actor called Joseph Milson. And I think he would have done it and he would have been excellent. But I soon realized, that, you know, my kids have to, you know, come to me, you know, without giving too much away, try and get me out of jail. They have to hug me and I have to, there's, there's, there was some sort of connection and I wanted to get a lot of truth in there. And I wanted to have, it sounds a bit cheesy, as we say, but I wanted to have real love on screen. You know, and, and, and it is there because they are my real sons. And it was challenging because I'm also setting up the shots. As a director, I like to frame my shots and, you know, choose the lenses and choose the angles. I'm, I'm quite keen on that stuff. So I had to, you know, kind of walk away from the shots to frame it with either a stand-in or a... I'm not joking. At one point, I used a sort of fake mannequin head on a stick to frame <laughs> where, where I would stand. And then I would frame the shot and then get back in it and do the acting. 
So it was challenging. But on the, one other point about it was really, really good. I have the same brain. So I, I never before have had the same brain as the director as the actor. <laughs> so I didn't have to tell myself anything. If I did it wrong, which I did, I would just adjust and then do it again. So it was easy in another way. I was going to say there's not much direction when you're working with yourself. <laughs> no, no, exactly, exactly true. But I had to, it, it, it took a bit of strain in terms of, because when I think things through as a director, I've got all these sort of shots in my head, and then all of a sudden I have to put some sort of semblance of a performance together. So there, there, it definitely took a little bit extra out of me compared to working with um, other actors. But look, we have a great cast as well we've even got actor from harry potter the death eater from harry potter john camping's in the film and lots of great professional actors so you know that helped <laughs> so going off of that question uh you did work with your sons um in this film i believe there are your sons correct they are they are they're okay. absolutely my my own boys yeah um as the two main characters in the film um can you talk about sort of how you made that decision and uh talking about working with them on the film yeah, absolutely. Well, when Adventure Boys came about, they used to they used to come down to me in the morning and say, hey, Daddy, what should we do today? And then at some point, and I used to come up with things, oh, we go up that hill, this is just before the movie, and and we go and do this, we go on our bikes, and, and then one day I noticed they started to say to me, instead of what should we do today, they said, can I go on your iPhone, can I go on your iPad or your device? And I would just say yes, because it was in the morning and I, I was probably being a lazy parent and I wanted 10 minutes extra sleep. <laughs> and, 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 uh, and then I remember I sat back and I watched my boys behind this lights of the screen and I watched them staring into this device. I think they were on YouTube watching an endless stream of stuff. And I thought, oh no, this is a disaster. <laughs> I'm going to lose them to, to this and I, I'm not going to be able to get them back. So I thought, right, first and foremost, uh, and I thought, well, I'm a filmmaker um, you know, if I was a carpenter, I'd make them a big tree house or something, but I'm not. I'm, I'm a filmmaker. So I thought, what can I do to engage them again? And, I, and then that evening I had a thought, OK, I'm going to make a film with all sorts of stuff in it that may, maybe they want to see. So they came down the next day and I sat them on the couch here and I said, right, who wants to be in a movie that Daddy's directing? Like, like, me, 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 me. <laughs> the arms went up and I said, OK, fine. Both of you, both of you. In fact, you're going to star in it now. Tell me everything you want to see in this movie. If you could have the perfect movie for you to watch as a seven and nine year old, you know, what do you want in it? And they said, ah, let's have motorbikes. Let's have a uh, motor yeah, racing. Let's have uh, criminals. We want to outsmart, outsmart criminals and let's have stolen jewels. And it was like a chef, uh, all these ingredients. And I kind of got them all together. And then the next evening I, I wrote a synopsis for the film and I thought, right, I'm going to put every single thing they've asked for in this movie and more more things i want to see in it and that's how it came about and so i just sort of built it up around that really you're listening to kids first kind of attractions of the voice america kids network today is an all guest show we're talking to the stars of my spy the director of the new pixar film onward and the ceo of conde nast entertainment and right now i'm talking with the director of adventure boys howard ford so let's get back to the interview um, so you'd worked with the actress who plays the boy's mother in the film before on a film called Never Let Go. Uh, can you yeah. talk about getting to work with her again and uh, why you felt she was right for the role? Absolutely. Angela Dixon is, is a, you know, a fantastic actor and she, um, 
she was incredible in Never Let Go and won won a number of awards for that film. Incidentally, a little bit of trivia: Felix uh, from Adventure Boys is also in uh, Never Let Go. He gets he gets kidnapped in it. It's a bit controversial, isn't it? Uh, but uh, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. And uh, and uh, yeah, I I I made that film after I I sort of I, I lost sight of um, my young son when I was in a busy resort uh, it's quite a harrowing story but I, I I didn't know where he was and uh, I was running and I was going crazy myself to try and find him and I was very impacted by that so when I made Never Let Go I needed I needed a, a very strong female character who could use all of her feminine resources both physically and mentally to basically take back her kidnapped child and uh, <laughs> that's what happens in Never Let Go so she is an actor that did such a great performance in that film and uh and i wanted to work with her again and it just so happened that uh we were talking around that time and she actually called me and i mean you as a director you get to know lots of actors hundreds maybe thousands and i to be honest i was i didn't have the nerve to ask her to be in the role because i thought the role was a little bit for her compared to this big feature that she'd just done as the starring role. Uh, and I happened to be on the phone to her during the sort of pre-production phase, the planning of Adventure Boys. And she said, have you got anything going at the moment? What's, what are you up to? And I said, oh, well, I'm, make, I'm making this family movie. Um, and she said, have you cast it all? I said, well, there is there is the role of my wife, I said, but it's, it's you know, it's like not that it is boys, you know, <laughs> so there's a lot more boys in it than girls she said no no it's fine I'll do it I'll do it I said well I haven't sent you the script she said no no I don't care I want to do it <laughs> I said okay great and so actually do you know but Angela included you know John Campling you know Russell Shaw and Glenn Savage who played the criminals and Justin Hayward the detective and all the other cast you know uh, we, we were like a big family in the end we had such great fun uh, and often on shoots people just want to go home and uh, which is very understandable we all have lives and yeah. On, it, on, on this one, everyone just sort of wanted to stay. Can we shoot some more? I'm like, well, maybe, you know. So it was lovely. Really, really lovely. So you've edited a majority of your own films. I'm curious, what influenced your decision to not edit this one? Uh, no, do you know, actually, I have to I have to say, I did edit this film. <laughs> I did edit this film. And it's oh, good. Yeah. Your IMDb, I, I apologize. Excuse no, me. No, don't worry. It's the it's it's me. It's it's you've obviously done your homework because you you know a lot about my my history. Uh, sometimes uh, things on IMDb are not strictly correct. I did yeah. edit this film. Um and there well, in are, that there, case, can you talk a little bit more about how uh your experience editing this film um sort of was different from your experience editing on your other work? Well, there was one thing initially was straight away was that I I was in it, so I had to. It yeah. was kind of weird to edit myself, and I, I had to learn early on to not look at myself as me. Uh, that sounds a bit weird to say, but I'm playing <laughs> Mike Harris, the speedway rider, and and for me, I could not look at myself as me. Otherwise, I was just I don't know. There's something wrong with that. Uh, I didn't want to see myself on screen the whole time, <laughs> so I had to not think about that too much but it was also pacing wise I thought to myself well obviously making thrillers like Never Let Go and I've made horror movies as well and uh, yeah. I, I wanted to I wanted to give people a little bit more of a gentle experience I know that sounds obvious because it's a, a movie designed uh, primarily designed for children um, so I thought I wanted to approach 
the opening, like to give people a lot of exciting, you know, to really get people in on the action straight away with a montage of all of the, you know, the, the, the motorbike action, the hands on the handlebars, the, all of this kind of thing to, to get that really slick stuff done. And then after that, take them on a bit more of a gentle journey until the, um, until the sort of criminals come into it and things like that, and then get a bit action packed. So editing wise, I wanted to just be a bit more gentle and not, and sort of give the information in a way that a younger person can take in, if that makes sense. Well, I'm afraid we've run out of time. Thank you so much for the interview, and congratulations on the film. Thank you so much, and thank you to everyone who watches Adventure Boys. It's, it's available now. Let's take a break. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Welcome back. I'm Benjamin Price, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today is an all-guest show, and we've been talking with the CEO of Condé Nast Entertainment, the stars of My Spy, the director of Adventure Boys, and next we'll be talking with Dan Scanlon, director of the new Pixar film Onward in theaters now. Let's take a listen to Ava's interview. Hi, I'm Ava W. reporting for Kids First, and today I'm talking with Dan Scanlon, the director of the new Pixar film Onward. Thank you for talking with me today, Dan. Thank you for talking to me, Ava. You've worked on some pretty fantastic films, including Toy Story 4 and Incredibles 2. As art department director and screenwriter, what do you like doing best and why? Well, it's fun at Pixar. You get to work on everybody's movie. Even if you're not officially on the team, uh, we get to give each other ideas and watch each other's movies. And uh, uh, My favorite thing to do, though, is the writing. I love writing and making up new stories and uh, making up new characters and working with other people to bounce ideas off of other writers. It's really collaborative and exciting. Wow, I can tell that will be very fun and exciting. Yeah. 
What are the main differences between directing a live-action movie and an animated movie? Well, I've only uh, directed one live-action movie, but I did a very kind of uh, on the cheap uh, so I don't really know what that's like. But I will say animated movies are so hard because uh, you have to give everyone context to what's happening because it's all made up. Uh, you know, you have to create everything. So you'll have an actor in a room and the actor doesn't know that they're uh, where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to be doing. You have to say there's a giant dragon that you're terrified of and you're screaming and then you fall into a hole. And so your job is to really remember everything that has to happen down the road and uh, and communicate that. Wow, that's very interesting. I can tell it takes a lot of imagination to put together this story. As a fan of Pixar films, I'm very curious to know, how long did it take to make Onward? Six years. From the very beginning idea uh, on, and it's all about writing and rewriting and rewriting um, to get the story just right and the jokes just right. And, um, and the animation doesn't really happen until the last, like, year and a half. Wow. <laughs> that could take some serious persistence. Right. What was your biggest challenge directing this film? Uh, again, the story is always hard in all these movies because you have to keep uh, working on it and refreshing it and trying to make it work. That was one of the hardest uh, elements. And then it's also a big world of crazy fantasy creatures, and we had to design and create all those creatures in, in the background. And that is something that is really complex and hard to do, um, but I think it leads to kind of a richer world. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Boys America Kids Network. Today is an all-guest show, and right now we're listening to Ava's interview with director Dan Scanlon, who is the director of the new Pixar film Onward. Let's continue with the interview. How did you choose Chris Pratt, Tom Holland, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus as the key talent in this film, and what was it like to work with them? Well, our main character, Ian, was sort of a shy uh, kid who lacks confidence, which is what I was like when I was 16. Uh, we needed someone who could do that in a funny way, and Tom Holland does that great. Chris Pratt is so much like Barley in that they're both wild and fun and funny. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus reminded me of, of my mom, who was very funny growing up, and she was also very strong and, and really, uh, you know, inspired us and encouraged us. And Julia is so funny and so... Uh, powerful and strong you could really tell that she could parent barley she could deal with barley i definitely agree what was the personal touches like what personal touches will we see in this movie that come from you well i grew up in clausen and i had my brother and my mom uh as a big part of my life my father also passed away like the boys in the movie so just every part of how that was like growing up, all the ways that they were supportive of me, all of that stuff is in the movie, and it's why I wanted to make the movie, so that other people could look at the people in their lives who have supported and encouraged them and uh, appreciate them. Wow, it is so amazing that you get to share, share your story in this film. Thanks. What are, the mo what are you most proud of in this film? Uh, I'm most proud of how the other members of the team, the other artists and filmmakers, made the film look so good. You know, I, my imagination of the film only goes so far, but they took it to another level and made it something really beautiful. I definitely agree. The animation in this film was just amazing. Thanks. What message in this film would you like the audience to take away? 
Well, I think, like I was saying, it's a movie about support. And so I think people should maybe look around them and see the people that are supporting them or have uh, done a little extra to help them and thank those people and maybe even be those people to a young person. What advice do you have for a kid like me that comes from Michigan who wants to be in the film industry? Well, nowadays, we can do so much with our cameras, with our phones, uh, and I think you can make a film, uh, a short film, keep it short, something simple uh, that you can learn from. And I mean, that is such a, a great opportunity that we have these days. Talk to your family and friends to learn about how to make films and get them to help you make them. Um, and watch movies that you like, read books that you like. Uh, those are probably the best ways to come up with creative ideas is to be around creative things. Well, thank you, Dan. And our time is almost up, so I got one last question for you. I am a major jokester, and I have to know, were there any pranks pulled on set? Oh, man, you know, that's a good question. Sometimes they would, uh, in the, the editing, they would edit uh, lines into the movie that weren't the real lines, and they would edit joke lines. And they would tell me, oh, we have to, uh, we have to see this scene and uh, we, we need you to look at something. And I'd be watching the scene and then the character would say something ridiculous or whatever. And, uh, and I would laugh, but then say, we got stuff to do. No more joking around. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. Well, thank you for talking to me. It was a pleasure. Oh, total pleasure. Thank you. Oh, anytime. Go see Onward, everyone, and theaters everywhere. And be sure to check out and subscribe to our channel. I'm Ava W. reporting for Kids First. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our blog in the teen section of the Huffington Post and check out our YouTube channel. You can get there easily from our homepage at kidsfirst.org. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for the Voice America Kids Network. Today's show is sponsored by Doozers We Dig Spring. I'm Benjamin Price. Thanks for listening. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.